0: This show was taped during a rain delay. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. And now it's time for the show that the U.S. military blares over speakers to upset their enemies. It's Saturday Night in Hey, Saturday Niners. Food is one of the greatest gifts you can give someone, not counting gift certificates to Dick's Sporting Goods, and we have a great deal for you. A taste treat sent right to the door of someone you realized you don't care enough about anymore to send something personal. Ed's Meat Logs. That's right. You've heard of those chocolate dipped strawberries you can ship to people you hate? Well, now get ready to do one better. Send a log of meat. That's right. Ed's Meat Logs are tasty pieces of red meat or red meat-like products crafted into gourmet adjacent logs. Think of them as campfire logs of food and you'll absolutely start a fire in the belly of the person you send these to. No matter the occasion, birthdays, Valentine's Day, Bastille Day, you'll feel like a champ when you sign up for Ed's Meat Logs. And let me tell you, you're going to be hearing this a lot. Hey, thanks for giving me your meat log. There are so many logs to choose from, such as salami logs, pork logs, walrus logs, many, many more. And each log is sent straight to the door of the person with the last name you think you remember in a handcrafted artisan gift bag that is shoved unceremoniously into a cardboard box that will most likely arrive damaged. Friends, don't pass up this opportunity. To not put any thought into your gift-giving, sign up for Ed's Meat Logs today. It's only $59.99 plus shipping. Use the promo code MEATZOCK to get a bonus log of meat sent to yourself the cost of a full-price log. That's promo code MEATZOCK at checkout. And now, let's get selling. So I have a bit of a moral dilemma, moral quandary. I think a chance for me to... Make myself better to kind of look inside and find out who I am uh, and say, you know, kind of check yourself before, you know, you wreck yourself, which is some of the best advice I learned in the 90s. Here's the situation. I got some neighbors and the neighbors are fine. They're fine. The neighbors are fine. I keep telling myself they're fine. They got some construction project going on in their backyard, which means in their front yard for like a week and a half now, they've had a crew out there. And I don't think it's like a company they hired. I think it's some friends with some skills. God bless them. And they're out there, and they got, like, a table out, and they're, they're son, and then they're hehan honorable and they're hehan honorable sawn, and they're, they're just having a, a good time. No masks. I, I'm not worried. They're not close to me. The other night, I was out in the garage, a.k.a. the botatorium, and I was working out. Yeah, giggity. I know. And then I hear the clink, clink. And not like the clink, clink we're all used to here. Clink, clink. No. I'm talking the clink, clink of real-life beer bottles. And I realized they were throwing them into my recycle bin. Confirmed that the next morning. Went out, yep, they did that. The workers out there drinking some beer, saw a recycle bin, trash can. Went, oh, let's use those ones. Okay, harmless. It stuck in my craw. And then, then, just today, as I was recording, getting set to record this episode of Saturday Night Knapsack, I went outside to, to put some trash away and... They had put some Starbucks orders, some like uh, the Starbucks cups with the four foot long straws and a, and a two inch uh, high cup in, in the same recycle bin. OK, now I'm now I'm at that point. Here's here's a confession. I don't like to share. It's a problem I have. It, it's gone all the way back to the beginning of time. My time, there was an incident where my mom, I was like four or five and my mom was babysitting. Some friend of hers, I don't remember, and it was like a two-year-old kid, which is weird to think that person's probably forty-two. I couldn't, t- I I can't remember if it was a little boy, little girl. I don't, I don't remember. It was just, it was just a baby, just a baby, just a, a giggling, googly lump of flesh on bones. All right, and I, my mom was washing dishes in our kitchen in Orange County at this house. I remember the house well, and we had some drawers, and I had some toys in the drawers, and my mom was like, you know, look. My poor mom's probably like trying to get through the day with these two kids. My sister was probably around the same age, maybe a little younger. And she's agreeing to babysit this kid to give her friend just two minutes of freedom, right? On a Saturday in Orange County in the 70s. We were about 1980. The 80s were coming if they weren't there already. It was that close. New era, you know? Anyways, my mom was like, share your toys. Kenny, share your toys. And that drove me crazy. I was really upset. And this baby kept taking my toys. So two, you know, two. Are they babies still? I don't remember. And it's like taking my Matchbox cars and my Tonka truck. And I was really not feeling that. I was really upset about that. So I lured the kid with the two-year-old that could barely teeter-totter over, but it could walk. And I and I said, "Hey!" And I opened up the drawer of my toys, and I said, "Hey, come come pick up a pick out a toy." And when uh, the baby um, put the, its hands on the uh, drawer, I, I shut the drawer on the kids' hands. I don't know if there's – I don't know. Find this person now. Maybe they can't shoot, shoot a bone arrow or they can't grip a number two pencil correctly. I don't know if I cause any damage. I don't know. The baby cried, though, and my mom got mad at me, and I understand. and it just – that has been – the problem from the beginning of me and sharing. Even now, I'll surprise Grace with some uh, uh, vegan ice cream treats that we like. We found some that taste relatively close to ice cream. And we'll have those. And I'll buy the little little pints, uh, uh, one for each, right? And uh, I did not eat one one day. She finished her. She'll, she'll she'll put the little thing into two little bowls, right? I eat it in one sitting, and it's my thing. I, I can't put the lid back on. Once the ice cream seal is broken, you finish that thing. I don't know if I ever explained that to her. And God bless Grace. Uh, She finished hers uh, over the course of the week. I still hadn't touched mine. And so she just thought, oh, okay. So she she opened up mine and then like took a couple scoops out for a little bowl. And then I found out and I just threw a fit. I threw a fit like I was a four-year-old. That's my ice cream. What are you doing with my ice cream? I bought you your own. You had it. You finished it. This is the breaks. You don't get to have my ice cream. It was a bad Saturday. What had she? I just said, finish it. I don't even want it anymore. It's yours. It's yours. Finish it. And I bought two more pints. That's the problem of me. And I think someone would probably say, look, Ken, sharing is caring. But i got to be honest. I think that that is something someone says who didn't have the foresight to sneak snacks into a movie theater and get your own good and plenty. These are mine. Hands off the merchandise. These are mine. But I realized I gotta correct this. I gotta correct this. And I stood out there this morning in my sweatpants and a tank top, looking like a uh, uh, extra from a uh, you know Coen Brothers movie, uh, like Raising Burbank, staring at that Starbucks cup at the top of my recycle bin, just staring. Wonder what do I do? Do I pick it up and just throw it in their yard? Do I go knock on their door? Ding dong! Oh, hey, okay, what's the problem? And I just throw the Starbucks into their face. It's probably not even the, the, the owner of the house is this nice older guy. I, you know, it's like the patriarch of the family and the family comes by. I, I don't know. It's probably some uh, cousin that's out there in the yard. He doesn't know, but, or maybe he does, maybe he's guilty. And I just stared at it and I realized I got it. I got to work on correcting this. Cause it, it, if you're like me and, and you don't like sharing, you don't like sharing. Just think about it this way: it's it's an ego driven position. At the end of the day, you, all right. So I lose a little ice cream today. I have the ability to get more ice cream. It's disappointing. You reach for a, you reach for the ice cream and it's cracked open, and you you're expecting it to be full. All right, but what does that really cost you? That is ego before others. You know, we talk about empathy and kindness and all these nice words. That's the complete opposite of it. And I think back to that moment with me trying to intentionally break the fingers of a two-year-old like I'm a mafia boss and know that the hard wiring starts in early. It's there early. And it takes a lot to get over it. So ask yourself, what, what does it really cost you? What does it really cost me to have two beer bottles and uh, a Starbucks cup in my recycle bin? Three, I counted three beer bottles and like two and a half Starbucks. God, I can't focus on it. I can't. I just think about it. The gall it takes to cross over to my property into a bin I pay for, and the Grace pays for, and then and and to use it for your purposes and ends to to your me. Ah, oh, drives me crazy. God bless it. All right, I'm gonna work on this. I'm gonna work on this. Sharing is caring, and that's what's important. Hey, I got a quick message. This is not a bit. This is real. And I promised this cool cat that I would do this. And I did uh, a Facebook post. I got to get a probably a tweet out here. This is a signal boost, which is kind of like sharing. So it's I'm sharing my airwaves and timeline. And sometimes I have a problem doing it. God, that God, that runs deep. This is from my pal Owen Mugin. A lot of you know Owen because you've heard him here on the Knapsack Files. You've heard, you heard, heard him here on our show, uh, This Is Life, that we do from time to time. And uh, he's just a great producer, a great pal of mine, and he's working on a cool show right now. So I am going to be reading this prepared statement like I'm Chris Klein in election. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? My pal... That's true. My pal Owen Mugin is producing a new show on people's paranormal encounters and is looking for footage from the public. All right. So, again, you may have heard Owen on the air with me over the years. So, Owen's good people. Good people. Now, this sounds like an interesting show. Sounds like something Grace and I will be watching on the couch over and over again. I know some of the people that are involved with the show on air and it's kind of fun. All right. Uh, they're going to have experts and mediums on hand to discuss the encounters and offer up some advice and perspective. So if you or anyone you know have run afoul, I didn't write that, Owen wrote that, that's great, run afoul of any ghosts, cryptids, UFOs, demons and such, I want you to reach out to Owen. You're going to get his email address. Don't abuse it. Don't pitch him your show. Just if you, just, you've just you been haunted by ghosts, tell him that and you have video. Don't be like, cool, now that I have your attention, I'd like to pitch a true crime story, a podcast or something. Don't do that, okay? Uh, you can email him at owen.mugen at painless.tv. Owen.mugen at painless.tv. Uh, do that, do that now. Help my friend Owen out. It will make me happy. All right, Saturday Night up rolls on. From Thibodeau, Louisiana, it's time for the Crackle in Kitchen with Head Chef C.C. C. Binnings. All right, we are in the kitchen with Chef C.C. C. Binnings here, uh, and we are going to be making some really great uh, taste treats today. Uh, Chef, we are going to be making some hell <laughs> Well, yeah, come right here. <laughs> Oh, beignets, what they okay, beignet, beignet. That is I think it's all yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Apparently that is French for powdery donut. Let's dive in, chef. How do we do it? We well, have you can come round down and you can move and think, and you go and yeah. <laughs> now are we gonna be adding the shrimp into the beignets? Well no. Yeah, no. And now when you going to come around there and you move and shrimp and go in and you paddle sugar, all that. Oh, my apologies about the shrimp. I just, I didn't know they were just part of your breakfast, but that's, that's great. No, so no, so now beignets are mostly sh- associated with Cafe Du Monde, uh, which is in New Orleans. Uh, tell me a little bit about the history there and how you up in uh, Thibodeau, Louisiana, uh, got to uh, first taste these. Well, we're on the downtown, on Thibodeau. Come around there, move, sing, it's try. trap, There was a young boy, move around to school, come around there, and taste it. Good, oh <laughs> yeah, other me, it's here, New Orleans, Ow, New Orleans, New Orleans, Orleans. No, come around there, and that's what I think you're gonna do. Ow, Pot of it all, all over my face. Oh wow, that is that is really young to be starting to work full time in a kitchen. Is that that's probably not legal? Is it was it was okay in Thibodeau though? Don't you tell why, Daddy? Don't you now? No, no, yeah, yeah, back in the good, yeah, put it in, yeah. No, no, no! I didn't. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. You can. You can come back. You can come back to the kitchen, uh, uh, Chef Bennings. Chef Bennings, please, 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 We got this segment. This is this is a paid paid spot here on on Head Night We need, we need, we need you come on, come on back to the kitchen, please. No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm coming, and we we'll I'm gonna do that. You come around and pat we'll off the old, lanes, old lanes, and old links, and No, no. All right. Well, um, I think we're going to have to try to carry on uh, without uh, Chef uh, Bennings. It seems pretty simple uh, to make these uh, uh, be- beignets. Uh, you just add. He left a he left a cigarette, a burning cigarette in in some of the powder mix. I think we'll put that one in. Stir carefully. I. I is, how do you uh, do? You preheat the oven for these? Oh, here he is. No, I tell <laughs> I'll tell you when I come around. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I you, know, you know, see see everybody's about it then come around. And <laughs> we'll come around. We we'll sit down there and we'll drink it On the handshake. Come around. Moon knots down. Come down. <laughs> hey there we go. Okay, we're 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 good. We're gonna go on. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we when we come back, we're gonna finish how to cook this taste treat here in the kitchen of Chef Bennings you just he just left again. He took all the shrimp. He took all the shrimp and left. And what, the, what the my shrimp Petey He left. Sunshine Band. I'm your boogeyman here, Hall of Fame Music Radio. I'm no lawyer, but I think song titles can be submitted as evidence into a court of law. Be careful with those titles, my friends. Hey, we got a request right here. Came into the HOFM radio at gmail.com address. Came from Corey Morissette up in Canada, listening on the TuneIn Radio app. I said, "Hey," and he said, "Please don't do that." He wants to hear "Broken Wings" by Mister Mister. And I said, "Ah, Corey, what's the problem?" He said, "Nothing. I just like the song. Can you play it, Corey?" Yes, I can. Here it is, Mister Mister, Broken Wings, Hall of Fame Music Radio, one hundred seven point five FM. Hey y'all, what's going on? This is Kojak. I create music that can be found both on YouTube and SoundCloud, and now I'm a recent streamer on Twitch. So if you're looking for some chill instrumentals, check me out on YouTube and SoundCloud under K O J Q, and for some laughs, you can check my Twitch page under KO underscore JEQ. Everyone, please be safe, and thank you. It's time, baseball fans. The new podcast feed, Box Score Heroes, has arrived. This is the new home of this show, Behind the Bag, with Cat Napsok and Tom Dagnino. and It is also the place to find shows like The Legends of the Wax Packs, the only baseball power rankings you need, and My Favorite Baseball, a nostalgic look back at the game we all love, and more. Find the podcast feed on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Box Score Heroes is your podcast home for everyone with a. A passion for all things baseball. Well, hello there. This is Lauren Romo, one of the co-hosts of the Gale Like podcast. We are two gals that just talk anything and everything within that galaxy. Far, far away. So come join us for the Star Wars discussions. Stay for that silliness. You can find us on Apple Pod. Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. Follow us on Twitter at the Galactic Pod. and as always, may that force be with you. Susie Quattro, Chris Norman, stumbling in. I don't know how many of you have stumbled in this morning from a wild Friday night, a wild, safe and secure Friday night. I don't know. I'm not I'm not really asking. You don't have to tell me, but I sympathize if that's the case. Hey, I got a request right here, right now. This one also came into the HOFM radio at address. And this is from Grace. She hosts a cool show called Think Piecing, and she wanted to hear some share. And I said, well, What's the occasion? She said, I just want to hear share jeez what's with you djs oh man i'm having a bad request morning all right for grace this is share dark lady on 107.5 fm wldj and now here's a true fact about your host ken napsok he has three separate and unique food stains on his shirt right now oops there's a fourth and now on with the show You know, recently we celebrated 200 episodes of the Knapsack Files proper, the main show, the one that launched this podcast feed, and we had a lot of wonderful messages from a lot of you out there, and it meant a lot for you to take the time to call in and let let me know what you felt about the show. Well, one of them didn't make it in time, and you know what? We're we're not going to let that just sit on the table. We're going to play this one here, and thank you again, every one of you who called in. All right, roll that clip. Hey, Ken. It's Sarah Risley. I just wanted to say congratulations on 200 episodes. I just can't... wait, what? Oh, we're we're counting episode 43? I'm... oh, I I missed it? Oh, crap. Well, congratulations on 201 episodes, Ken. In, uh, In all seriousness, I just want to thank you for your continued message of inclusion and kindness, the incredible community that you've created, and the Discord and the Patreon community, and all of the times that you've got me to laugh when I didn't think that was possible. And I hope, just like everyone else, for another 200. Thanks. Okay, but who let that on air? Because first of all, that's not true. I am. I do not do any of those nice things. Okay, so that's a, that's a lie. And to its late. Sarah Risley was late. We had a deadline by the two hundredth episode. When I asked for praise, I won it on time. And then, you no, know, no one wants to count episode forty-three. It's just no bull roar, man. What, what? How did that make air, Petey? Petey, answer me. How did the, what? What? Uh, you're uh, you're on air right now. We this is a taped show. It's a taped show. How? How could what? You uh, we go live to tape on your orders that you that's your uh, that's your rule that you do holy son of um well then roll roll the music oh thank you sarah that was a wonderful message and i can't wait for 200 more episodes as well saturday night napsuck rolls on suck and you might know me from such viral videos as man yells at del taco menu and the 17 reasons captain learning sucked but i'm here today to talk to you about a serious problem one that you're probably passing right by on the streets and in the alleys of your neighborhood every day in every city another piece of furniture from ikea is tossed under the street without compassion or caring that's right they were the chairs bookshelves, and kitchen contraptions that you filled up your first apartment with. But despite providing you years, and in my case, decades, of support and storage, they now find themselves having to survive on their own and fending for themselves on the mean streets of places like Fort Dodge, Iowa, Boone, North Carolina, and Grover Beach, California. All of them just hoping to find a new home to live in before time and the elements take them from the earth. Consider adopting a discarded piece of Ikea furniture today through the No Flergen Durgen Left Behind organization. Perhaps you still need to store those CDs you don't want to get rid of. They can match you with a Billy bookcase tossed aside by a recent college graduate. Not sure how to display those model Navy ships you built in 1982? Well, try tossing that USS New Jersey on this Detloff cabinet. Only one of the glass panes are broken. Maybe you don't know where to store those undershirts your wife said to throw out. And maybe this beat-up but sturdy Klimpen drawer set or this faded Valdhoma will help you in your time of need just as you're helping them. There is nothing as heartbreaking as driving home and seeing what used to be a glorious, vibrant piece of affordable Swedish-made furniture left to die. A slow, painful death before a homeless man pees on it. Or a coyote or a homeless coyote. You can make a difference by joining No Flergen Durgen Left Behind today and bring new life to an old piece of IKEA furniture. we've got the things you miss most about San Diego Comic-Con. Number three. Waiting in line for five hours to get into a party and then wanting to leave five minutes after you finally get in. Number two. Getting pushed into some guy's sweaty armpit while you fight your way toward an exclusive Funko Pop. Number one. And the thing you miss most about Comic-Con, the humidity in your pants. Clink, clink. And that's the list. I would like to officially apologize to uh, Knapsack Files uh, Patreon supporter, Sarah Risley, for inferring that she was late in uh, giving me the proper uh, praise for the 200th episode of the Knapsack Files. That was um, wrong of me. I would also like to apologize to uh, my producer, Petey, for yelling at him um, during that section of the show. Um, I That's uh, a uh, conduct unbecoming of me, and, I, and I'm going to work to... Improve that. I would also, what does that say? <sighs> really? All right. I would also like to apologize to the fine folks of Thibodeau, Louisiana, for uh, a segment on the show tonight that inferred that you have um, uh, thick Cajun accents that are sometimes hard to understand. Um, I o- okayed the bit uh, based off personal experiences with a friend and her family. From Thibodeau, Louisiana, uh, but I realized that could be taken wrong um, to a public at large. And it was an inside joke that probably would be best uh, left alone. Can we just. So those are my official apologies for uh, tonight's episode of Saturday Night Napsoc. Here is another weekly commentary from Mort Rooney. Have you ever thought that it's time we face the fact that a large percentage of forks don't do their job? And by all accounts, they're considered to be a staple of table settings everywhere. But the more I think about it, I don't think they're quite living up to the high standards we've been led to believe forks have for themselves. They're always falling out of bowls, hitting the floor with a taunting thought as your meatball is flung across the room. I once stabbed my mouth with a fork. A spoon would never do that. And don't say I should use a spork. Sporks are the utensils of the ignorant. Choose a side, and don't choose forks. Have you ever thought if aliens are real, then I don't want to make my bed anymore? That way, if I'm abducted, people look at my unmade bed as a sign that my day was interrupted. A made bed leaves no clues. And speaking of clues, I have no clue. I have never thought about heating up my slippers in the microwave until yesterday. The hard part is putting them out, but after that, your feet are warm and comfortable which is all we want out of life, to be warm and comfortable, which is exactly what the fork works against. Seriously, I once put a fork in a bowl of salad, got up to get myself some insure, and the fork flung the salad across the living room like it was a trebuchet in a medieval siege of my rival's castle. I found a cherry tomato on my daybed six weeks after the incident. Rest in peace to the great Regis Philbin. I never would have thought that the day would come when all my friends packed up and left the campsite before me. Regis was a classic broadcaster, real-life nice guy, and a believer in spoons. That's why we got along. I know when you got to heaven, Regis, St. Peter asked if that was your final answer. That's not a great joke, but I stand by it. Have you ever thought that if aliens are real, what will they think about forks? So primitive, rudimentary. It's as if the cavemen of our past created something, and millions of years later, we as a society have said, put a pin in this idea. We'll get back to it later. We can improve almost every little convenience in our day-to-day lives, but the way we stuff tuna noodle casserole into our mouths is just going to be the same. Unbelievable. Now think about that. That was Mort Rooney. More later. All right, another edition of Saturday Night Knapsack is almost in the books, and I'll do a special shout-out to all of those on Patreon. Support me at patreon.com slash Special thanks to my executive producer tier, Thomas Rizling, Lee the Logan Expedor, Matt Thompson, Taymor, Nathan Ovendale, Zach Anderson, Go Brewers, Ty Schellenberger, Ty, Chad Benefield, Tommy, Terry Green, Jonas Bergen, Andrew Siner, Old Handsaw, Zach Taylor, Ranger Donald, recent additions to the producer tier include Jeff Restifo and James Pokinghorn. Thank you so much for joining the team. As always, your support is appreciated, but also just spreading the word. Listening to the podcast is a great amount of support in its own way. We also want to do some birthdays in the Discord Patreon community. Shout out to some of these uh, folks at birthdays in the Knapsack Files community the last week. Bedore, Star Wars Alice, Chris Alexander, we call him Django, who's got a mango. Pete Davies, a.k.a. Welsh Pete Half. Happy birthday to all of you. And I also want to shout out Scribbler for his voiceover work today in the Cracklin' Kitchen a bit. And as always, a shout out to Sean Arnold, who uh, helps uh, produce the show with uh, clips from the uh, radio show I do on uh, WLDJ, 107.5 FM, and the great logo and graphic work for the show. Thank you, Sean. You are an old handsaw indeed. That is it for now. We are out of here. All right, that's it. That's the show. If you like baseball, make sure you listen to Box Score Heroes, Ken's new baseball podcast. You can go to KenAppZuck.com and get some more information. But as uh, we always say, uh, get on your dancing shoes. It's Saturday night. Go have some fun. Bye, everybody. Bye. It's big. It's big. It's It's, all. I got to treat myself to a donut. It's big. It's big. It's all. I got to treat myself to a donut. It's got donuts out the wazoo. I'm not not even sure what a wazoo really is. Clip that out. Use it as your ringtone. That's my gift to you.